Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reality Kingdom, where we talk about all things reality TV or whatever. I'm your host, Pharaoh, and I'm joined by our wonderful, wonderful co-host, Lee. Lee, how you doing? Um, I'm doing good. You know, today's been a really, really good day. Mm-hmm. This was a, mm, not gonna lie, I feel like the episode's kind of mid. I feel like it definitely could have been better. Um, <laughs> the girls are, it's giving, it's giving, we're, we're feeling safely in the majority. Uh, so we're gonna get into that. But yeah, I don't like this. Like, I want, like, where's the mess? Yes, as you see, we are going to be talking to you about Survivor 42, episode 7, or whatever. So, basically, the merch has officially started. We started off the episode uh, exiting Lydia's um, elimination, and then we're going into the, the official merge. Everyone is merged. Yay! So, at the top of the episode, we get the official, you know, say-so that there is a seven-person alliance. Mm-hmm. So they confirm that there is a seven-person alliance. This alliance is Drea, Jonathan, Hi. Well, you might as well put the, um, the, the people up there. Yeah, I'll just put the people up there then. I mean, it's not. I'm still gonna have to name it. Drea, Jonathan, Hi, Lindsay, Mike, Omar, and Roxroy. That is the seven-person alliance that is in the majority of this tribe. They created this alliance and they are basically deciding that we're going to stick together, which means on the bottom is Marianne, Romeo, Tori, Chanel. Um, that's the bottom four. Everybody else is in the set. So we start off this episode and we see that basically the people in the minority, the people who weren't uh, let in on the vote are mad. So basically, Chanel is talking to Hi, and basically she's like, "Hey, um, why didn't I know about that vote?" <laughs> um, and she's upset about she's upset at him because she's like, "Why did I know?" And Mike didn't know, and da 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 da. Um, so basically, she knows she's at the bottom. And then we see Romeo talking to Drea, and he basically is asking her the same the question, like, "Why didn't I know about the vote?" He's also upset that he's a part of the minority. And so basically, what we're seeing is that basically everyone in the minority is aware that they're in the minority and they basically know that they are in the position where they need to do something about it. And do they do something? I don't know. So about it is that, mm -hmm. and we're going to get deeper into when we get to the ratings, but we're seeing these power players like Drea and high completely just give up their relationships with these people because they are, you know, on the outs, which I think is just so, it's, I don't think that's smart gameplay. And then you'll see the opposite. Omar saying, I'm keeping my options open. I want a relationship with everyone. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think that's the way to play a game like this. Mm-hmm. So that's just, to me, that's concerning. Yeah. So um, it, you can see that Romeo is very frustrated about this. And so is um, Chanel. And then we see a conversation between Lindsay and Mary Ann. And you can kind of tell that with Lindsay and Mary Ann and all Taku that they kind of still want to stay together. And we can see this because Mary Ann is is the least I feel at danger when it comes to, you know, the people who are not in that seven, because you can tell that Taku is still trying to stay together. So I feel like the Lindsay Mary Ann conversation was the more, um, you know, calm one of the few. But Mary Ann does have a diary room. She's like, see, clearly I'm not in the in the position that I would like to be in. Um, so that something's going to have to happen about that. So that's how we start off the episode. Um, we have a scene where Mike is talking. And this is interesting because we get a lot of scenes of Mike this episode, um, which is 
you know, might be foreshadowing. And so basically we have a scene where Mike is talking to Omar and basically we see that they have a really good, a really good relationship. Omar and Mike are developing a really good relationship. And Omar has a diary room where he's like, I'm going to want to kind of use Mike. I really do like Mike. And I do think that I can use Mike in the future in this game. So I do want to align with him. So that's probably foreshadowing something in the future. So interesting seeing Mike's game throughout this episode, because I did not think he would, you know, be able to turn it on like this. Like mm -hmm. it's giving Heath in the lap um high, which mm -hmm. is kind of interesting because I feel like Drea, who was kind of second in command to Romeo, I feel like at first in the game, then lapped Romeo up. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like I, it's becoming more clear that the people who we thought were just the power players were going to dominate through merge. I don't know. It don't ain't know. looking. It ain't looking too hot. Yeah, it's like it, it's clearly a difference between being a, a power player and being a smart player. No offense, but like I feel like some of these power players aren't the aren't doing the things that are I feel like the best for their game. Um, but we only get a certain amount from the edit in the episode. But that's what it's looking like. It's looking like they're not doing what they need to do. So we get to the reward challenge. Um. And at the reward challenge, basically, they split up into the, to their two teams. Everyone draws rocks. The rocks come out, and Mary Ann has the gray rock. So Mary Ann has to sit out of the competition. She doesn't really get a reward. But here comes Drea. Uh, <laughs> Drea's like, well, I don't really like peanut butter and jelly, so I can just switch with you, Mary Ann, if you would like. And Mary Ann's like, okay, sure. So they switch. And Dre is now sitting out. Everybody else is going to play on their teams for the reward teams. Um, and so Dre goes to the sit-out bench, and immediately you see Drea. Like, no. Down. You can't tell me. Maybe she didn't really, maybe she really didn't like peanut butter and jelly, but you cannot tell me she did not know it was gonna be an advantage because the way she orchestrated her body on that bench, <laughs> literally. Like, looking everywhere up under it while sitting down. She literally went head first to sit down. Literally. It's like, no, she knew something was going <laughs> on there. So she's literally definitely looking for an advantage um, while they are playing the challenge. So they start playing the challenge, whoop the whoop the whoop. And meanwhile, Drea is scratching her leg, looking for the advantage, and boom, she finds it. She sees that it says, beware. She's like, let me put this in my pants. So she put it in her pants, and she moves along. So now, Drea now has another advantage on top of her already three that she has. Yeah. So we'll put that in our pocket, and we'll talk about that later. So we get to the challenge, and during the challenge, um, Jonathan is on the tribe on the team, and there's a team where Jonathan's not on it. And basically, the team with Jonathan not on it is actually about to win the competition, the challenge. They are literally one ball away from winning the challenge. And Jonathan is like, you know what? Switch with me. They switch. Why did Jonathan get all five of the balls in? Literally, the other team, Omar, Omar was shooting for the uh, the orange team in this situation. He had four balls and couldn't get the last one. Oh, Jonathan came from behind and boom. Boom, boom, didn't miss one. I don't know how many times he's going to have to prove to them that he needs to go because he's going to win everything. <laughs> Literally. I mean, the guy, I guess he clearly can't win everything because Tori is winning everything, no shade. But it's like, <laughs> this man is insane. No, he it's needs literally to crazy. go. I don't know. Like, my first thought when he did that, I was like, he needs to go. So the fact that 
I don't know that they didn't think that it shows like he clearly is he's clearly good. like he's clearly in a good position because they do not even mention him this episode and it's like okay I guess I don't know so Jonathan's team wins the reward they go on the reward nothing really special happens at the reward from what I remember um so we ignore that we move um we see um Omar, we get an Omar scene and mm-hmm. we get an Omar, what you call it, like a montage. And it's interesting because basically Omar is like, I'm in this seven person majority alliance. But since I didn't have a vote last round, they don't know that I wasn't left out that vote. So the people in the minority are going to now believe that Omar is also in the minority with them. So Omar now has a good relationship with each person in the minority alongside being in this seven person majority alliance. And he's saying that that is very beneficial to him because now he can work the entire tribe and get knowledge from literally everyone in the tribe. Or Omar is literally a genius. Like, I, I, at the end of the day, <laughs> if he ends up winning at the end of the season, it is going to be, I feel like, probably one of the greatest rises to victory we've probably ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, this man, you can tell he has been waiting to get on this island and play this game, and he is playing it hard. I And the thing is, I always say this, like, why do people feel like they have to choose a side and stick with that side and can't talk to or work with anyone else? Mm-hmm. I love that his thing was like, I'm keeping my options open. I'm talking to everyone. I'm lying with everyone. And I feel like that's smart, especially so early in Merge. You can pin votes. You can kind of still claim your vote and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people are shutting out their own allies. Meanwhile, Omar is making them with everyone. Mm-hmm. It's like, y'all giving the game to him at this point, but we moved. It was very interesting. I, I really I really thought it was very interesting because he's not, you know, he's a power player, but to the to the people on the tribe, he's not seen as a power player, I don't believe. And I feel like that's the best position to be in because, baby, who's going to vote him out? Like, oh, my. Right. So, okay, so if he's able to finesse he's his way to that end, who's not voting him? Exactly. He's really giving it. I, 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 I was impressed by Omar this episode. Um, Somebody else I was impressed by, Dream. So we get to... Drea finding or or reading the advantage. So it's the beware advantage, which means she's need to be she needs to be careful. So she reads the advantage and it says five paces from the water well, there's a coconut in the coconut or wherever is going to be your advantage. So she goes five paces to the water well. She's looking, she's searching, she finds a coconut. So there's nothing inside the coconut, but underneath the coconut is a hole in the ground. And in that hole, it's it's a liquid, which she doesn't know what it is. So she reaches her hand in, deep all in there. She pulls mm-hmm. out the advantage. And now her re- her hand is covered in red paint. So she's like, okay, I immediately need to literally go and wipe, wash this red paint off. So she goes um, to the water well, gets the water well water, and starts washing the red paint off so she isn't getting caught because that's the whole point of the bear, bear wear advantage. You can get caught. So she washed uh, most of the red paint, oh, paint off, but it wasn't fully washed off. So she reads the advantage, and it is uh, knowledge is power advantage. Now, that advantage basically entails that if you are aware of someone else's idol or advantage and you ask them for it, then they are going to, they have the ability, or they have to give you their advantage. If she correctly asks Marianne, Marianne, let me have your idol. Marianne has to give her the idol. If she correctly asks Mike, Mike, let me have your idol. Mike has to give her the idol. So that's her advantage now. Now. So Drea advantage count. Drea has an amulet. She has an idol. She has an extra vote. And she has a 
beware or what the fuck is called a knowledge is power advantage. So this girl is advantaged up. She at has day, whole advantages. At the end of the day, y'all not seeing her. Like at this point, when Hi and Lindsay go home, because I feel like it's gonna happen eventually, she gonna have an idol. So she potentially has three idols. When she steal one, she got her own, mm-hmm. and when the other two people go home, mm-hmm. that is dangerous. And plus, she got an extra vote. Like, talk about women final idols in the new era. Like, this girl got <laughs> full advantages stacked on y'all. Literally. And the thing is, I feel like if she uses them correctly, she can really get her way to the end. Like, for example, mm-hmm. next week, two people have to win. We're, we're assuming it's going to be two separate tribes. That's a situation where she can use that really in handy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Drea is something to look out for, like, for real. Yes, she's doing really good. It's crazy that she has all these advantages. I've never seen somebody with literally all these damn advantages. Um, Most people who have these many advantages probably, like, usually end up winning the game or at least getting to that final three. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, Drea comes back to the camp. And when she comes back to the camp, she sits down, she has her hands like this, and here go Tori. Literally looking her down. Look looking at her, her down. And so Tori is like, um, what's that? Are you bleeding? And Dre was like, oh, uh, um, no, oh, I was, uh, I was painting the flag. I was painting. No, no. Tori, I'm sorry. That was not no good ass lie. Dre, you, I also like, immediately I'm like, girl, I'm bleeding. And just went, girl, so I'm bleeding. Far, why did you go straight to the ocean with mm-hmm. the red paint? Because my thought process, there has to be some other pathway to the ocean without having to go in front of people. Mm-hmm. Why you go right at the water well and then come sit down with the goddamn advances right in your leggings? Like, Literally. No thoughts. I, I I think she was probably just exhilarated. Clearly, the exhilarator uh, um, was rushing through her. Mm-hmm. But it's like, baby. Baby. It's like she... I didn't like that. It was like, did you try, baby? But, child... So, Tori clocked, basically... And so what Tori does is she has a diary room and she's like, okay, Drea is saying she was playing the flag. I look at the flag. There's not a single drop of paint on the flag. So clearly that's not what was happening. She's also over here scrunching her legs up. So Tori basically is like, this girl got done got something. She done clocked. So it's interesting because we see Tori go to Mary Ann exactly. Mary, Mary Ann this information. So it's interesting because it's like, okay, Tori knew she was on the bottom. She clearly probably knows Marianne is also on the bottom with her. So if they are in some type of unification, uh, even a little bit, it's it's going to be good for them. It's it's a positive. So it's interesting. She knew who to talk to. She knew who to tell that information to. Um, so I'm checking for that. So finally, we get to the immunity challenge. Um, at the immunity challenge, Jeff prefaces it with like, oh, we are going to have a, 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 what's it called when you fucking are deciding on a negotiation about, a negotiation about this rice? I'm going to give them this rice if they, if we can negotiate an amount of people to sit out of this immunity challenge. He's saying that he's going to start off with six, but he will settle for four and got, 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 laugh, 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 laugh. Moving along, we move. So we get to the negotiation. And at the negotiation, basically, he asked him, he says, I can give y'all this rice if y'all sit out an amount of people. What y'all thinking? So they're like, um, two people. Jeff was like, two people? Two people? Jeff was like, nine. Since y'all want to play? He said, since y'all want to play. Since y'all want to play games. He said, nine. They said, mm-mm. 
non-negotiable. So they were like, <laughs> it's funny because Omar was like four and I was like three, three. And Omar was like, oh, okay, three. So then, so they were like three. Um, and Jeff was like, okay, look, how about six? They was like six. And he was like six. And let me tell you why. If we do six, it's because it's more than half the tribe and blue, 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 and whatever, whatever, whatever. So basically, um, they were like, we can get four. He was like, y'all can get four. Do y'all have four? And they're like, well, who want to volunteer? Mm-hmm. They were like, who is okay with sending out? Lindsay? At this point, me mm-hmm. and Pharaoh is thinking like, okay. If anybody at the bottom sit out, they are done. Right. Mary Ann, Chanel, Tori, and got or Romeo ain't got nobody's no business. business sitting up about this competition. So Lindsay's like, I'll sit out. I was like, okay, she could do that. Drea was like, I'll sit out. I was like, okay, she could do that. Here you go, Mary Ann. I'll sit out. Mary Ann. And okay, because I want to preface it by, you know, saying clearly we were, we were very much upset. But we forgot that Marianne is hashtag that girl. So, you know, Marianne, she's like, I'll sit out. She'll sit out. And then the tribe kind of comes together like, okay, well, let's decide on the fourth person. We got three. Let's decide on the four. And they come together. And then Marianne just breaks down like, guys, please. I just feel like you guys are in a better position than me. And if one of you sit out, then it'll, you know, it'll be fair because I don't want to sit out, but I'm doing it because I know we all need the food. And I just like, one of you guys should get out of your position. And just like that, Omar was like, I'll sit out. Mm-hmm. And then Mary has a diary room, and she's like, you know, uh, I'm a very emotionally person, emotional person, and I knew that I could, you know, potentially get this done. So, look at I got it done. For strategy, but essentially, like, period. So, period. You know, I was disappointed for her saying she would want to sit out, but you know, essentially thinking about it, that was a hard ass challenge. If you know you're not going to win, and you can kind of use it for a strategic game. Mm-hmm. Then that's a good thing, and I think obviously it worked because we'll see later in the episode that her name is not mentioned at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it was smart. I don't know. At first, I was like, "Girl, what are you doing?" But when she explained what the fuck she was doing, and her explaining that she was doing that shows that she knew what the fuck she was doing when she did mm-hmm. it. So I really like that too. But so, also, I have a yes. I have another fun point about that too because I feel like mm-hmm. um, when you're looking at the people who kind of got their main sections this episode, I feel like you look at Andrea. You're looking at Mike and uh, Omar, and then you're also kind of looking at looking at Marianne mm-hmm. because that was a very specific moment that showed her point of view in that situation that wasn't not kind of not necessary. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's interesting how they keep showing kind of Marianne's point of view on certain things because we got a yeah. diary from her last episode saying, you know, I'm making connections and things like that, and mm-hmm. I'm bonding with. We got people. a montage from her. She too. always has those moments of I feel alone and things like that. So it's like mm-hmm. it's interesting because we always see her point of view. It's kind of been the same people, mm-hmm. so that's something to look out for. It is. Um. So, Omar sitting out, Marianne sitting out, Drea sitting out, Lindsay sitting out. Everybody else plays in the challenge. So. Um, Jeff starts the challenge. He's like, survivors ready, everybody ready. Go, high drops. The the main one who needed the rice, because his ass is literally a vegan. Drop in two seconds. <laughs> Why you didn't sit your ass out? You knew damn well. And then everyone else just started dropping like flies. None of y'all wanted to sit out, and almost all of them got out in the first minute. Like I respect a nigga who wanna who really wanna you know you know I want I want to be safe like I I, I get it I can't be the party I get it safe. but hi you could have definitely just sat girl out. hi Mike 
all them. Like, all, all of them. them. That's no reason. Like, Romeo is understandable. Roxway is kind of understandable. Like, hi. Mm-hmm. Mike, y'all ain't got no, y- got no, y'all really should just shut out. Y'all really Mary should should, but the thing is, Mary Ann shouldn't have had to stay, like she said, she shouldn't even had to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Hi, you nearly, you literally needed the rice, and you like it's crazy. The safest position, but whatever. Girl, so they drop, and so essentially it gets down to Jonathan and Tori. The way I was like, damn, Jonathan. Go ahead and drop because Tori is in a minority. Mm-hmm. If Tori doesn't win, Tori is essentially going to be voted out. Um, this tribal. Um, a lot of people don't like her. They aren't really working with her, so she's probably going to go home. And had she not won this um immunity, but <laughs> we see her and Jonathan up there and they're struggling and ooh, ooh, ooh and what the what the and then Jonathan drops. And this is the second time Tori done beat Jonathan in a motherfucking individual immunity. My, she's I, dangerous. Yeah. Tori is insane. Uh, All right, y'all hate Tori. Look, but I'm sorry. Like Jonathan went, Jonathan went would have been terrible. Jonathan went in any of these last two rounds would have been terrible because Tori would just went home. It would have been boring. Like mm-hmm. Chanel going home was still boring tonight because it was so like the, it was just the majority ganged up and voted together. Mm-hmm. But it's like at least it was something different than what everyone is keep trying to say to status quo because Tori has been the target going into both of these last two episodes. So it's just interesting that she keeps winning immunity. Yes. So after Tori wins. We go back to camp, and basically the majority alliance has decided we are going to vote out Chanel, um, and Romeo is going to get a few votes because Romeo is going to be the fake vote because um, just in case. So <laughs> that's that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, got to get that intro into it from Mike and High's perspective. Basically, essentially both saying that she wronged us. A lot of people are on the table, but she has to be the first to go. Mm-hmm. I want to get into that later. Why I think that is not the correct decision, but that's that's where their head is going into this vote. Like, well, she fucked us over, so she has to go. Mm-hmm. So they start telling Chanel that the vote is Romeo, um, and then we see who is it talking to Romeo? I forgot. Um, it was Mike, you don't have to worry about anything. You're good tonight, Mike. That's interesting. Okay, so Mike tells Romeo that um he's good but romeo is really nervous so romeo is bouncing around the tribe damn near like um scared about the vote because he's like he's like chanel seems real calm and chanel being this calm is making me it's not making me feel good i don't like that at all so he starts to get worried and word gets back to him tori tells someone tori tell rocks no yeah tori tell rocks rocks told tori yeah no yeah <laughs> Rock story that the people whose names are up is I think he said Marianne, Romeo, and Chanel. Mm-hmm. And then Tori told Romeo that Rocks told her that. And then mm-hmm. Romeo told Omar. And then Omar told Hi. Hi. And, and Hi, I I don't know who Hi told. They, the whole fucking so, tribe know that so Rocks told Tori. Once it gets to High, High is like. Hmm? And I kind of saw it as an overreaction, but High was basically like, see, Romeo doing too much. We can just vote out Romeo. Um, and it's like, you did all this energy to put on Chanel when the vote could have just been Romeo from the beginning. It would have been better for you anyways, you know? But basically, he's like, oh, we can just vote Romeo now. So he's trying to, I guess, talk to the other people and get them to vote Romeo. And everyone is kind of agreeing. But then he talks to Mike. <laughs> and he was like, Mike, we're just going to vote Romeo. Okay. And, and Mike, Mike was like, 
Mike was like, ooh, right. So too high space, he's like, okay. But in the diary room, he's like, what is I doing? Like, what are y'all doing the most? So Mike goes and talks to um Roxroy, and he's like, oh, the vote is this. I'm voting the same, by the way. And Roxroy was like, is the vote changing? And Mike was like, no, 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 no. I'm just letting you know, we're voting Chanel. We're voting the same. Then he goes and talks to Jonathan. He's like, Jonathan, are we flipping about? Like, what's this? And Jonathan was like, I mean, I guess. And Mike was like, honestly, we should just vote Chanel. Like, it's better for our game. It's better for us to just vote Chanel. So basically, we go into tribal, and it seemed like Mike done reflipped the vote back to Chanel after High done flipped the vote off of Chanel. So basically, we're going into tribal, and it looks like Mike um, has decided that Chanel is going to to go. Um, and that's interesting because it shows that Mike has influence and he uses Mike. his influence, which I was not. Well, expecting. and also it's kind of the second time in a row where it shows that High, who seemed like he was set up to be this dominant player, has kind of his his agenda has not been pushed. You know, mm-hmm. I think these are two. These are, I mean, these are two times. Like he wanted that out originally, but the fact that he switched to Romeo and then could not get that to work, and mm-hmm. I think it's just that's very telling. It's very telling. So. We ended off. Chanel gets voted out. It was pretty voting tribal. It was. Um, and I, I think everybody was aware that she was going home. I don't think they, it was necessarily blindside, actually. Um, so Chanel just goes home. Um, bye. So, with that being said, going into next episode, we kind of see a hint of, of the boys might want to work together. Maybe the seven-person alliance will start to break up after mm-hmm. this. Which will be interesting. And we know the next episode is going to be two people voted out. Probably two separate tribes like last season. So that's going to mix some stuff up. One whole tribe can just have everyone for the majority. Tori, Marianne, and and, and, and Boy can be on the same tribe. Tori, Marianne, and Romeo can end up on the same tribe. I hope that happens. And then what? So we don't really know what's going to happen next episode. So that's something to stay tuned for. Now. We can get into these ratings. So, first of all, let's get Chanel out of here. How do you feel? Of, first of all, we had Chanel at the bottom last last one. And she's still at the bottom. How do you feel of Chanel as a player um, overall? Um, I think I do have to give Chanel a three as a player overall. I think Chanel's biggest issue is her age. I think she needs to, you know, I think if she was a little bit more older, she would be have she would be able to get into a, a position to where people could want to work with her. It just seemed like she really doesn't have the social aspect of the game figured out. Um, she made enemies on her original tribe really, really quickly, and that continued into merge. Now, I don't think that's 100% on her. I think if there was a bigger tribe and things like that, maybe a tribe swap, something that happens in usual Survivor, she mm-hmm. could have been able to finagle her way into something, but she was working in a situation where that wasn't the card she was dealt. I like Chanel because she's someone, she's a thinker. You know, she thinks of ideas, she thinks of strategy, and she knows her place in the game. She mm-hmm. knew she was at the bottom, but she isn't able to make those social connections to make any of those plans actually work. Mm-hmm. Those plans mean nothing if you cannot make the social connections in the game. Personally, I think it was a very dumb decision for High or Mike to push her going home. And mm-hmm. I'm going to reflect that in the scores tonight. No shade. But mm-hmm. Drea did not help herself at all. I mean, not wanting to tell Omar that she literally caused him to lose his vote was just terrible gameplay. The the getting high and Lydia to split their votes when you came back with no vote, that that really ruined her game from the beginning. Mm-hmm. If she had just stayed with them and said, 
Well, Jenny, baby, you gotta go. Mm. She would probably be one in the, the better positions of this tri- of this yeah. uh, merge, point blank, period. But hey, you know that's the color she was dealt, and that's how it ended. I do like Chanel a lot. Like, if there is some type of like returning season that has like you know, I don't know, I, second chance, Miss Chanel, second chances, <laughs> second chances. Because I do think she has the possibility to potentially win this game. I just think she needs mm-hmm. that chance to get a better footing. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are not going to do well on these eight-person tribes. They're just not. Yeah, six-person tribe. Six um, person. That's even worse. I didn't think about that. Six yeah. people. Yeah. That's nobody. You know? Yeah. I don't think... Uh, I think Chanel has a good, like, a good game sense. And I like the way that she thinks about the game and honestly i don't necessarily think that it, it was bad for her i just think she had a bad card dealt i think she made one bad move a lot of survivor players make one bad move and they can still uh you know get around it because the tribe swaps or something different this season just wasn't built for chanel and what had happened wasn't built for chanel that was very circumstantial not everybody gonna lose a vote randomly after getting sent to a random island on a random thing you know so i feel like what happened to chanel wasn't necessarily always going to happen in every season so overall i'm just going to give her a four i do think she has potential i think if she had a different card dealt to her she could have did good and i think she has like a, a abc game since she knew that she was in trouble she always knew her position so that was good and she knew she needed to do something i think she did the best she could do this episode because if she had did anything else it would have been definitely chanel the fact that it did waver to romeo is positive ish her but it still didn't work out i'll give her four she made marriage congratulations i guess um so yeah that's how i feel about her now let's get into the people who are still in the game so first we're going to talk about drea queen drea first of all this girl i really like drea because drea has freaking eight uh, eight advantages and she don't even care that she has eight advantages i think with drea though it's interesting because she did kind of cut Romeo off at the merge. And she explains this episode. She's like, hey, um, I cut Romeo off because he just got really paranoid for no damn reason. And it was interesting because I was like, ooh, if it was me, I want to keep all my numbers. So I wasn't like happy that she did that because Romeo would have been loyal to Drea to the end, even if he's paranoid. So I don't like that for her. But it does seem like she has at least a good relationship with High. Um, in this new structure. So at least she has something and she still is cool with Rockshoy from what I understanding. But I don't like that she cut off Romeo and I don't like that she doesn't want to work with Tori even though Tori doesn't work with her. I feel like she could have tried harder for something like that and she didn't. Why did I just do that? Um, And she didn't. So I don't like that. But overall, she still does have four advantages. I feel like she is smart enough to use them correctly to help her in this game. And I do think she's still in this majority alliance. And I don't see necessarily people targeting her anytime soon because she doesn't seem threatening. People know she has advantages, but she still doesn't seem threatening. And she seems socially good enough to get by. So I'm going to give her a, I'm going to give her a 7.5. I am. Now it that and that's my thing with Drea. Like I was, I was, I was unsure about her score. I was thinking like, I want to give her like an eight. It was between an eight and a seven, just because I feel like Drea. She's playing a really good game. She has the advantages, which is really good for her. Mm-hmm. And I do think if those advantages are played right, she'll really be able to walk her way into that finality. And I think she has the ability to really express her game in a way to get to the end and win. It's just I'm getting a little wary of the. 
lack of wanting to kind of control the numbers in the game. I think one of Omar's, you know, biggest strength is that he has all four of his numbers of his tribe, you know, still, and he essentially has the most influence because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Drea, yes, she has all of that power within herself, but she has really no one to extend that to. Romeo was a great, I feel like, ally for her on um, the Ica tribe. I'm not really sure, you know, she explained why she doesn't want to work with him, but I guess they just weren't able to make it work. But I think that's a hindrance for her because, you know, she has no one really to bounce those ideas off of. You know, how do you know if you're using it right if you don't necessarily have those connections to be able to use it right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, she hasn't, from what I can see, she's in this alliance, but she doesn't have really strong, strong relationships. We seen, we haven't seen a montage of her building connections and and making final twos, you know what I mean? We're, we're mm-hmm. not seeing much of that, and mm-hmm. that scares me a lot because I don't think she's going to be targeted right now, but I think there's a chance that she could potentially get targeted well, we- in the future, especially if they find out about these advantages because, you know, unless she goes the whole time without using them, which is also possible, they're going to find out after, like, the second one get used, like, okay, mm-hmm. this is a problem. And mm-hmm. my fear is that if she's cutting off Romeo, cutting off Tori, and her biggest ally is Roxroy, Roxwell is not a good ally. I mean, we said in the preview, he want to stick with the boys. Now, mm-hmm. Roxwell have been known to go snitch the Drea many a time, so that probably happens again, and that can switch up the entire game, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I am going to give her, I think I'm going to give her 7.5 as well, just okay. because it, it's really, I'm, I'm iffy on her. I want to see her making really more social connections, like mm-hmm. talking more to Marianne. I think she should be talking to more to Tori. I think she's should not be dropping Romeo at all. Like, yeah, he may be paranoid. May, maybe he could be acting weird, but it's very telling that when, as soon as he gets scared, he comes to you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that shows that, if anything, he's going to be loyal to you. He's going to be a vote for you, and he can be a buffer in case someone needs to go home. I just yeah. I never understand just kind of cutting off people who want to work with you. Like, he wants to work with you, and you're mm-hmm. just like, well, that's fine. And I just feel like, you know, She's good with High, but would High choose Michael over her? You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Would High choose her over someone like Jonathan or someone weaker maybe that he can beat? You know, mm-hmm. Dre is a strong girl. She ain't going to be easy to beat. I can't see people being like, I want to take her to final three. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's where we did get a Drea montage last episode. Um, we I did, we did, but we didn't get one this episode. And um, it did. It's I still don't like the Romeo thing. It's weird that she was cutting him off or whatever. It just um, we got a progression, and I feel like we've we've seen a progression in a few people's game. We haven't seen that from her yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just the edit. You know, the advantages are really good, but those advantages can't work if you don't, you know, have those connections. And that's my concern because all I've seen her is all I've seen this episode from her is shutting out people. Exactly. The people she could work with. Um, exactly. What do you feel about Jonathan? He didn't get much this episode. Jonathan's interesting. Like, for the most part, I feel like Jonathan is a man and he deserves <laughs> to be worshipped. Um, like that man is insane. Like, have y'all seen his body? Like, it is given. Mind you, he I has can't, eaten. and I just know Jeff is gonna bring his ass on here every single season after this. He's gonna be on second chances, he's gonna be on his responsibilities, he's gonna be on all stars, he's gonna be on Hillers, hustlers, and 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 and, and, and whatever. Knows. Like they're gonna bring him back. He's gonna be the beauty show. He's gonna be back every single season. Um, the thing I like about Jonathan <laughs> is that he he definitely has 
some strategic sense, but I think it is like 90% social and that's very helpful for him. Like he's connected to Mike. He's connected to uh, Omar. He still has Lindsay. He still has Mary Ann and he's in the majority alliance. Jonathan is in a pretty good position. I feel like on surface level, but mm-hmm. the issue with Jonathan is that he, he really is just a living walking target. Um, I mean, look at him, the way he beasted that reward today. I mean, it's not going to be too long before like, I can't take this man to the end. Like, mm-hmm. Other than Omar, I don't think any of them would be smart to go to the end with Jonathan because I also think he has the ability to win because everyone does like him. He's a pretty likable person, you know? Mm-hmm. But my fear about him is that I don't think he has the strategic forethought to be able to really save himself if it comes to that. Mm-hmm. The good thing is he has now two people with influence protecting him and an alliance with all the people with influence. So mm-hmm. that helps him, but I'm not seeing much from him that he's doing. So I'm going to give him a six just because do I think he's going to be going home anytime soon? Honestly, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I think he's way too easily to become here. I to go. I mean, next tribal, we're going down. It's going to be split five and five. Most likely mm-hmm. if he doesn't win the immunity, there's a good chance he can go home. It's yeah. five people on the team. And one got to go, the biggest man there, why would we not vote him? Mm-hmm. The thing is, the last two tribal immunities have, I mean, individual immunities have been between him and uh, Tori. So if they're on separate tribes, I would assume each of them will win for their tribe. But if they're on the same tribe and she beats him again, mm-hmm. let's say she was the only person in the minority on that tribe. Let's say it was her and four other people from the majority and she wins. Who goes? Mm-hmm. Depending on who's on that five, it could be him. So mm-hmm. This is my thing, though. Like, I, I see what you're saying, but I just feel like at this point, I I can't, I feel like at this point, I can barely even say anymore that, oh, he's just going to be a target. He's going to be a target because at this point, I'm just going to keep saying it every episode and they're not going to target him because I thought they were going to target, they would have targeted him the first round. They didn't. I thought they would target him the second round. They did it. And not only that, we keep seeing people randomly say how they want to work with him, which is interesting, but that's what's happening. I like that's true. I um I I will say like if if the tribe split it's a possibility, but honestly when I'm looking at these people, who's going to vote for Jonathan because at, from what we know, Omar, Mike, Mary Ann, Lindsay and High don't want to. So who going to vote for him? Like it, it does not seem like people want to vote for him, which is weird. I do just think once but, that majority alliance starts to break up, he will be the first casualty because he I think he's the one you take out to draw the line in the sand, you yeah. know? Yeah, I think I think he will eventually be targeted. And if he's not, they're just stupid. I really see him him eventually being targeted, but right now it's not happening. So it's hard because it's hard to see him get to the end because no way they're going to let Jonathan make it to top six or top five when he can just win everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it is it is wary, but I still like that the fact that people haven't even said his name this round, that people don't want him to go and that he's a big-ass target like this. And he's not seen as a vote yet. Even though they're in a big majority alliance, I feel like, why is he even invited into the majority alliance? He has to go. If it was me, he would have went week one. Look who went. Lydia and Chanel went home. What? Why are Lydia and Chanel out when Jonathan is sitting right here? So I don't know. I kind of like it. Like, I'm kind of liking, I'm kind of liking the path for him because every round he stays, is a, is a round where all he has to do is win immunity and he can get to final three because yeah. it's the final three. It's only what 11, 10 people left. If it's a final three, it's 10 people. That's seven rounds he has to get. If he Who's wins going three, home next episode, literally. So it's, it's like, it, it's, we gonna see. I'm gonna give him a seven. 
because I do think he's playing well as of now. Based on this episode, he didn't do anything wrong. Taku still has the majority. If Taku ever decides we just gonna go Taku strong, then what? He can't go nowhere at all. Where you going? You leaving? Um, per. So, the next person is high. When it comes to high, I didn't necessarily agree with how high approached no, this episode. You, you I kind of feel like high was. I don't know. I feel like the fact that High cut off Chanel when he got to the merge was not the best thing because everything we saw from Chanel, including diary rooms, including her conversations within the game, it showed us that Chanel wanted to work with High. So Chanel wanting to work with High and High wanting to just cut her off was very weird for me. Mike did the same thing, and I understand that tribal happened, but honestly, like every other situation where someone is on the minority of a tribe it doesn't matter when you go into merge you need to stay strong with your tribe not only did high let chanel go he let lydia go who is his number one so High just letting everybody go left and right i don't like that for his game i will say it does still seem like high has some type of some type of influence over over this majority lines he does still have a connection to Drea from what it seems. But honestly, other than that, you done let Chanel go. You done let Lydia go. Sure, he has Mike, he has Drea, and we see him have conversations with Romeo, but he was ready to vote Romeo this round. So I can't be confident that he's going to know how to keep the numbers. Survivors is a number numbers game before anything else. So the fact that High is letting his numbers go, I really, really don't like that. He is in the majority alliance. He does seem to have a slight amount of influence. He does seem to have like maybe an ally with Mike, maybe an ally with Drea. But other than that, babe, Taku 4 is still all here and they're still all together and you don't even care about that. I don't think High has done... I don't I don't like High's position. I don't like what High has done, honestly. I'm going to give High uh, uh, a 5 because that's what it's given. Yeah. I, as well, was just very, very disappointed in High. I think one of the big things I noticed about High this episode is that he's an emotional player. I think he definitely just goes based mm. off of emotion. It, it seemed like at first targeting Chanel could have been strategic, but I just think at this moment, getting out Chanel was not the move for him. Chanel is not the biggest target for him in the game. And I'll say this now, I'm going to be a little bit higher on Mike than I am on High because the difference between Mike and High is that I think might take out a number that could have been his, but also try to build on that. I think the only thing High is resting on is that he's in the majority alliance. Because at this point, who is the closest ally? He doesn't have that deep of a connection with Drea, nor does he have one with Roxroy. Omar has all four of his people locked up. So, like, who do you really have? Mike, you have Mike, but Mike got his own shit going on. As you can see, Mike has not included Romeo, I mean, High in any of the things he's been doing this uh, mm-hmm. uh, episode. And I think that's very telling. It went from we have to get out Chanel because she wronged us something that happened, what, 10 days ago at this point? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it, yeah, it may seem silly because she did turn on you, but it's like, you don't always have to get out the person that turned on you. Mm-hmm. You don't even know Tori. What'd she say? <laughs> you don't even know Marianne. <laughs> like, I don't understand. You have no connection with her either. So, it's, if, if High's plan, and that's what it looks like, is to just be trustful in this seven-person alliance and think he's going to get to the end like that, that's not going to happen. Because if they do get to seven as seven, he will have the least social connections there, in my opinion. Because I don't think anyone necessarily chooses him over them. And I do think his, like, like the way he was like, well, now we have to change it. No one really wants to work with a person like that. I think that's mm-hmm. why Mike kind of coming back around being like, okay, are we still sticking with the plan? People like that stability. The fact that he was able to waver so quickly and the fact that it shows that I feel like the fact that he wanted Romeo out and he did not go, I think it shows a lot. 
I agree. I'm going to give him a 5.5. Because I'm not all the way down on high. I do think we're seeing a lot of bad from him, but I feel like if he's in danger, Mike is a scrappy player. He still is one of the ambulant holders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is a really good thing. Um, and being in the alliance gives him a chance to still build upon that. Most likely the mm-hmm. winner is going to come from this alliance. And it's, you know, he's already on a good path. So it's like, I do think this is a chance for him, but I'm just, I will not, I'm not liking what I'm seeing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. Um, how do you feel about Lindsay? We're not getting much from Lindsay at all. Like, it's giving Purple Kelly edit, no? It might be giving Erica edit. I don't it's, know. And the thing is, if this is the second bad, bad, if this is the second bad edit, can't talk. Out. if this is the second <laughs> bad edit winner in a row, mm-hmm. then Jeff and CBS have already, y'all need to talk about your production. Because even if it's not, it's going to look hella misogynistic. Because Ooh. why are the last two men in a row being edited like this? Ooh. Come on now. Now, I hope Lindsay don't win. No shade. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to need to see more from her in the preview. We see, you know, she may be getting to it with Jonathan. That could be mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know if that's really going to go anywhere, especially because they're showing it in the damn preview. Um, I can't really say shit about her. I'm going to keep her at a six. Um, <laughs> she's in a good position. No one's going to come for her at all. I mean, everybody named Mama is targeting her over her at this point. So that's mm-hmm. the thing. She might win it. Damn, her ass might win. Mm-hmm. That's sad, though. Like, if she's going to win, I would like to see more of her. Like, let's not do that survivor. Like, twice in a row, that's going to look suspicious as hell. Mm-hmm. I don't think she wins based on this edit. I really don't think she wins. But I do like Lindsay's game. I feel like, I feel like, you know, they're not explaining it. And she doesn't get any diary room. She barely gets any of the edit. But every time I do see her, the sprinkle that we get, it shows me, or I feel like, she has like a, a intelligence about her. I really do think so. Um, so I do like that. Um, I also like the fact that she is laying low. I feel like no one else is laying low. And in Survivor, you do have to have a resume, but she can build that resume rounds from now. It's still 10 people in the damn game. If she's in a good position and she can just sit there and shut up, she does still have an amulet. So she has something to hold her, you know, with. Um, and she is in a good position. If she could just shut the fuck up and then start making moves later in the game, that could be a really good winning path. So I actually do like what she's doing in the game, honestly. Even though she's irrelevant, I like it. And I actually have a lot of bit of I have a little bit of hope for it. I kind of see the edit as maybe she won't win, but honestly, maybe she will because Erica just won with a like a simpler edit. So um honestly, I'm gonna give Lindsay a 6.5. We have a 6.5. I like it. I like Lindsay. Like, I wish they showed her more or just her ideas more. It's less people in the game. We can show her now. Say something. Um, the next person is my girl Mary Ann. Period. I love, I love Mary Ann. I love that she gets her little moments. It's interesting because she, like Lee said earlier, she does get her moments. Uh, seems like these last couple of episodes, damn near every episode that she gets her moments. Um, so this episode with the uh with the sitting out, and we had a, a confessional for her saying that she's using her emotional side as a way of manipulation and then as we see when it gets to the vote even though she's in the minority she was never ever considered to be the vote mm-hmm. this round so i really really like that it shows that clearly she's doing something right um other than that it's looking bad for her because she is in this minority position but one thing about survivor is that this alliance isn't going to stick for too damn long especially because next episode is going to be a split thing a split tribal thing 
So it may not last for that long. Or maybe next episode, Tori and Romeo go home. And then after that, if it's just Marianne left, they're not, they probably aren't going to be like, let's just take Marianne out. out. I don't know about that. I can see Marianne sneaking her way to the end, especially yeah. if she can get a good idol play or or, or something. Um, Taku is all still here. I feel like they are the most loyal to their tribe. So I don't think Omar is just going to let Marianne go for a minute. It might be four or five rounds before uh, Omar's like Marianne could go. And at that point, it's going to be in the end game. So I see hope for Marianne, but she still is in that, you know, lesser position in the tribe. Um, but honestly, I'm going to give her a, I'm going to give her a four. Mm-hmm. Give her a four because she has to do something. We're not there yet for her. So I, I, I love Marianne. Like literally every week I see Marianne on my screen. Like, I just love it. Like seeing her story, seeing her journey in this game, because, you know, as someone, you know, I just feel like I can relate to Marianne on so many levels. And it's like, she's out there. She's, you know, she's living her dream. She's playing Survivor. And she's still in the game with an idol and her extra boat. Top 10, period. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I do see a path for her. I don't think, I do not think it's a coincidence that we keep getting these moments showing her social connection with people on the tribe and how she does have that strategic forethought going into things. I mean, I just feel like that that confessional of her, you know, saying basically how she used her emotionally manipulative skills to get someone mm-hmm. to sit out of the car. And she didn't even go home this episode. I just think mm-hmm. it shows that she made a strategic decision and it did definitely worked out. So I'm giving Marianne a five. Um, like Cheryl said, I do think she's probably going to be one of the last um, people on the outs to stay in the game, and I do not think Omer is going to let her go. I don't think Lindsay or John are going to let her go because mm-hmm. why let her go when you don't know, you don't really know Rocks, you don't know Drea, you don't know Hi, you don't know really know Mike, and they can win. You know, I mean, the perception at this point is that you can beat Marianne, so why you not Marianne, who you know has an idol that's going to be played to help you? Mm-hmm. Like it will make no sense when you turn on Marianne, like unlike High. Mike and Drea, you know, Omar likes to keep his allies. So mm-hmm. I do not see him turning on uh, Marianne at all. Even if they get down to eight and she's the last one out of that seven, I honestly can see all four of them being like, well, time set. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what baby. I mean? And then Drea and them looking like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should kept your people. So I'm going to give my sister that five. I think she deserves it. I think that, like you said, they're at the path for the sneak through. And mm-hmm. I honestly think she has the she just has that story that you want to see succeed. Like I can see her sitting mm-hmm. in the final three and really giving her story and telling them how she has always wanted to be here and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then snatching that $1 million check and I will not be bad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, how you feeling about Mike? We are like a lot from Mike this episode. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier in the podcast, like Mike has definitely lapped high when it comes to strategic forethought. I mean, we saw it in the beginning of Merge, and I think they showed that on purpose, his conversation with Jonathan. We saw more extension of that bond this episode. Um, mm-hmm. You know, essentially, you saw High and Mike tell Jonathan two different things, and it's very clear which one Jonathan and the rest of the tribe went with. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike's, you know, has showed that clearly he is able to change minds on that tribe. Well, not necessarily change minds, but definitely keep his what he wants to happen, happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a little bit down on him because he did get Chanel out. Um, the whole, oh, she'll always be a snake in my eyes. I mean, okay, girl, but, like, you can still see why she made the move she made. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like she was intentionally trying to set you up. Like, it was a lot going on, and she uh, she wanted Olivia or High to go. High just, you know, got her caught up, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like, that. I don't think that was necessarily the best move, but, like I said, 
he made the move and then he also had did make he also made moves that will set him up better in the future mm-hmm. which i feel like high didn't necessarily do mm-hmm. so i think i want to give mike a seven i think mike is definitely moving into the power player position um he does not seem that threatening i feel like if i'm looking at the game board i wouldn't come after mike too soon yeah he has an mm-hmm. idol but with everything being so out in the open, how threatening is that? I mean, all three idols that everyone knows about is kind of, I mean, two of them are in the majority alliance and no one has even mentioned it. So clearly that's not the biggest thing mm-hmm. on, on the tribe right now. So I think, I mean, it's a reason why they keep showing him. Like, he, mm-hmm. like Mike honestly could win this game. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. giving winner edit. I agree. I think Mike is giving winner edit and I think he's playing well. I think he's, he's deserving the edit he's getting because just this episode, alongside his Jonathan relationship, we see Omar talking about some. I mean, I like Mike. I want to keep. I want to stick with Mike. Um, we know him and High have a relationship of some sort. We know Mike and Drea have talked about working together because they have uh, idols that could extend to Marianne later in the season. We don't know yet, but he has these really good relationships. And honestly, he let Chanel go. But at this point, every time we saw Chanel talk to someone, it was to High and not to Mike. So maybe Chanel wasn't even trying to work with Mike like that. I feel like I'm more mad at High than Mike about that because Chanel kept coming to High. Hi, what's yeah. the boat? Hi, what are we doing? Hi, da, 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 da. Chanel doesn't seem like she, according to the edit, it didn't seem like she had much interest in Mike anyway. So that might have not even been that bad for him. I could see Chanel later in the season if she stayed being like, oh, we can get out, Mike. I can, you know, so maybe it wasn't that bad. Um, I like his path. I like his options. I do feel like if, if honestly, the way they're editing it, if Jonathan were to ever turn on Taku, it would be to help Mike. I do think so. I think, I think they would stay strong for as long as possible, but I feel like Mike is one of the one, one of the only people who can infiltrate that. I don't think High or Drea has that, has that influence right now. I really don't, but I think Jonathan's relationship with Mike um, might be one of the strongest relationships in the game. And that could be very important when it comes down to the end of the game. I really like Mike's position. I think it's giving winner at it low key. Um, but um, it, it, there's still like a very, he's very simple with his strategy. ABC but, survivor. Yeah, but I like that he he went out of his way to get what he wanted. You know, a lot of people who, the way I perceived Mike, I perceived him as someone who wouldn't have tried um, when he heard something. But what he did was, was he was like, mm, I'm not doing that. And I'm also going to tell other people that we're not doing that and we're not going to do that. So that was very interesting. And that really made me like him a lot more. And his social game is so good. And he's not the biggest threat. And I don't think he's ever really going to be seen as the biggest threat unless a lot of people go home, which is really good. It's giving he could win. So I'm going to give him a 7.5, honestly. 7.5. Um, the next person is Omer. Omer is that girl. Hashtag that girl. Omer really be eating the girls up. I love, uh, um, first of all, last episode, um, Omer's goal is the goal that happened, which was to get out Lydia. This episode, Omer didn't lose a number. Mary Ann is supposed to be grouped in with those people. And the way that she's not even grouped in, he had a, a diary room. He's like, or no, he had a scene where he's talking to Mary Ann. He's like, hey, I know information. So, don't ever use your idol until I give you the go-to to use your idol, by the way. he uh, They show him talking to Tori. He has a good relationship with Tori. He, they show him talking to Romeo. He has a good relationship with Romeo. It's like, damn, he even talked to Chanel, but she went home. He had good relationships with everyone outside of the Big Alliance. And then he has great relationships within the Big Alliance because him and Mike do have a new relationship that's blooming. He has a good relationship with Jonathan. And we can assume that him 
and Hi have some have a, have some sort of relationship. Him and Dre have some sort of relationship because when it comes to his influence, we see that his influence is the one that happened. Like last episode, Hi was like, "Oh, I don't want Lydia to go home," but he voted Lydia, and mm-hmm. that was Omar's idea. So we know he has influence. We know he's in a good position. So I um really love that. I also think that he's not a threat. Um, he's not seen as a threat. And that's really good. Um, I think he can really make it to the end of the game. And if he makes it to the end of the game, I think he can win the game. So I'm going to give him an eight. You know what? I'm going to give him a nine. Mm-hmm. Give him a nine. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, no, I'm also going to keep him at that nine from last week. I think he really nine. ate up this episode. Like, the main thing he said from this episode is to keep open, which I feel like it's always the best thing to do <laughs> in this type of show. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, it's a social connections game. No matter how much strategic um, mindset you have and how many ideas and plans you can think of or how many advantages you have, if you don't have the connections, none of that shit matters at all. Yeah. The fact that Omar has a connection with every single person on this tribe is beautiful. I mean, going into a situation like next week where five people on each tribe with a crazy twist like that, Omar mm-hmm. is probably the most safest person going into that. I don't think he's going to get touched at all. And then, like you said, he's not seen as someone who is a big threat. So I feel like when you're working towards the end of the game, no one's going to necessarily be like, he needs to go, especially mm-hmm. when you have Marianne that you know has an idol, when you have Jonathan, who's this beast, you know what I mean? Drea has four advantages at this point. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, there are a lot of other things happening that Jonathan is not, he doesn't have, but he has influence over. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best position to be in because once you get to the end, he can just list off all of the things that he made happen without even having them himself. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. do think, you know, we already mentioned this, like the fact that he's someone who's keeping his tribal numbers together that is the smartest thing in the situation meanwhile mm-hmm. Ika and uh Olvati are just picking at each other so he's Literally. definitely the best other person in this game the thing is I don't know if it's getting winner at it I don't know because like it's like they're showing him a lot but you know Shan was the head strategy of her season last season and they showed her a lot and she lost mm-hmm. the thing about Omar is that I don't see anyone ever really wanting to target him I really don't I think he has great social bonds and if he's able to get to the end no matter like it, no, it's answer, but he's winning again. Exactly. Um, I agree. I think he's in a really good position, and I'm excited to see um, where he goes from now. Um, the next person is Roxroy. How do you feel about Roxroy? Roxroy, we didn't get shit from Roxroy this episode. Like, all we saw was that. Uh, Rock Frog Tori Tori from Tori perspective that mm-hmm. the, the, the people on the outside was on the top of the block. And we also got confirmation that he's the one in the majority alliance and not Romeo. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give him a five based on that alone. He's in the alliance. Um, I still don't think Rock Roy is someone who has the you know mindset to be able to really propel himself further. Now, we did see in the next episode that uh him, Jonathan, and with the Mike talking about a boys thing, the boys sticking together. I don't know how realistic that's going to be. If you ask me, I don't think it's actually going to happen um, <laughs> because Rocks, like I said, have been known to go tell Dre. I think his number one ally is Dre. At least it should be. Mm-hmm. There's no way he'd get into the end if, if it's not. Well, he honestly might because I think he's a perfect goat. Um, <laughs> I, I would have to start seeing a lot more from Rocks would probably give him a five at any point. I mean, mm-hmm. more than a five at any point after this, because we're just not seeing anything. And what we have seen has been very, very disappointing. Yeah. Um, Roxroy has given nothing. He hit the hourglass, and that was it. Um, 
I'm gonna give him a four because I don't even think at this point he can win. It's not nothing has shown me that he has the ability to gain respect from this jury. There are so many people here. There's not a combination of two people that I feel like he can make it to the end with and win. And if you can't even win, I feel like I can't even give you a five. Um, so it's gonna be a four. Um, we are gonna see next episode. There is like a a a, a, a hint that he might be involved in something. So we'll see how that progresses. But as of now, it hasn't progressed yet. So you're getting a four for me, to be honest. Um, I feel like he I feel like he has a path to final three, but I don't think he has a path to win the game as of now. Maybe that'll change, but maybe it won't. Um, next is Romeo. They basically said, we don't want to fuck with Romeo because Romeo be paranoid as hell. Drea cut him off. His closest ally cutting him off is not good. I don't know how that happened, but the fact that it happened isn't good. We haven't shown seen that he has a connection with Roxroy or Tori, and it's like, that sucks too. Like, we haven't seen him doing anything positive. He was damn near going home this episode, so it's bad for him. It really is. He's going to have to do a lot to, I feel like, make it to the end or even get in a good position or anything. Um, because it doesn't seem like anyone cares about him. One relationship I thought he had was could have been high, but as you see, I don't give a shit about keeping his numbers. Um, because he wanted Romeo out, he got Chanel out, and he got Lydia out. I don't care about numbers. So Romeo doesn't have any anything really. Like it's really bad for him. Um, and he also hasn't shown that he's savvy enough. He has a strategic mind, but he's not savvy enough at all. He can't he can't get nothing done, baby. Um. It's gonna have to be a two, a two. I mean, such a fall from crazy room for Romeo. Like we were putting him in the top dog, power player, better, best player in the game position, damn near almost. And it's just crazy to see how all that got swept from under him. I mean, in the last podcast, podcast, we didn't even mention that he was not in the alliance because we just assumed, of course, Romeo's in it. No. Mm -hmm. Like, this mm -hmm. man was so paranoid and so all over the place that his closest ally, like you just said, don't even want to work with him. That's bad. And, like, I can get on Drea for not wanting to, but what have you been doing? The fact that she wanted to use Roxworth over you. Uh, I don't want to too low on Romeo, so I do think I'm going to give him a three because I don't think... He's a generous queen. He's not all the way not there strategically. Like, you know, I do think yeah. he still has the ability to make connections. I think he has the ability to still make moves. Um, He's someone, if he can get his hold on to, like, maybe an advantage, but they're so weird about advantages now, so that probably doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. He can make something happen. I don't know. I don't think that he's necessarily going to be going home next. Um, If he does, then it's like, well. Um, <laughs> but he's someone that I think has the ability to be able to get himself out of this position. I'm not going to lie. I think mm -hmm. he honestly could. It's just going to be a really, really uphill battle. Like, I don't get He's so paranoid. Like, it's mm -hmm. like people are not going to want to work with someone like that. They're just not. Like, at this point, it's bad for Romeo. It's so bad for Romeo. Like, yeah. Um, honestly, I think the difference between Romeo and Tori is kind of that I don't see people necessarily not ever wanting to work with Tori. Sure, Drea doesn't like Tori, but we haven't really got a confessional from anybody else saying they don't like Tori, which I find mm -hmm. interesting because it might it might not be too bad for her, but I don't know. What you feel about Tori? Uh, I hate to say it, but I love Tori. Survivor Tori, disclaimer. So I don't know. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what you do out in them streets. 
But on this season, Survivor 42, Tori's that girl. I'm sorry. This bitch didn't want two individual... Okay, let's talk. won two individual immunities in a row against one of the biggest niggas I've ever seen on Survivor. I'm sorry, you kind of have to put respect on Tori's name. Just the taint. I'm not saying stand her. Like, definitely don't give her the whole stand card, but mm-hmm. you can definitely acknowledge when the bitch did her thing. I mean, you yeah, got to give her right. a 10 from the 10 to do. So, we haven't, the thing is, like, I'm going to keep at the 3.5 from last week because mm-hmm. there hasn't really been an improvement. Or a uh, um, decline in her game. She had immunity last week. She had immunity this week. People couldn't target her last week because of it. People couldn't target her this week because of it. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, not everyone is saying they hate Tori. Only people who really are saying that is Roxbury. And, I mean, no one really said it this episode. I mean, yeah. it was damn near safe because of it. But, you know, still. Um, now, it's, now, Tori is walking in some dangerous water come next week because if that's how the tribe breakdown happens, if she does not... When immunity Tori is almost definitely going home, unless mm-hmm. she end up on a tribe where what it gotta be her, Marianne, and Romeo. Mm-hmm. That. <laughs> that would that, I, I want to be in that timeline, but Marianne probably still even flip with them because I do think she would be loyal to Taku Strong. Mm-hmm. So she she unfortunately for Tori, I just don't think there's any way she could really win this game. She's gonna be playing from the booty hole bottom of this tribe. <laughs> if she makes it to the end, it's to be the goat and a goat only. It gives me Angelina. It gives me very much <laughs> a survivor, David versus Goliath. Not as no shade, annoying, but mm-hmm. very much like she's in your face. She wants to play, but no one really wants to play with her. And it's like her game isn't bad, but no one respects mm-hmm. her enough to care about anything she's doing. That I don't mean. know. I kind of disagree. Really? I kind of feel like it's giving. I think with Tori, I see. A glimmer of hope. I actually, I, I like that we haven't gotten much comments about not wanting to work with her because, especially coming this next episode when the tribes are split, I see people wanting to wanting to work with her. For example, this episode when Tori did tell that information, who told her that information? Rockshore. Rockshore. Like she doesn't like her, and but she said she mentioned she's gonna she wanted to run from their relationship. So I guess she has been literally like um he told her that information, and not only that, she had a good conversation with Mary and um spilling that information. So it shows that there are people who might still tell Tori things, and if Tori is still getting told, she said the names I heard were Romeo's, um, Mary Ann's, and and who the other boy, and and Chanel who got voted mm-hmm. out. And it's like if Tori got the names, <laughs> I mean. That's the truth. I mean, I mean, she got the names, including Romeo. It's funny because Romeo didn't get Romeo's name. It didn't seem like Marianne got Romeo's name, but Tori got Romeo's name through Roxroy, who's all over the place. But the fact that she's getting some information, it, it kind of makes me happy. Also, like, I don't know. She it seems like she has a glimmer of hope. I don't see that glimmer with Romeo, and I didn't see it with Chanel. I actually do see a, a glimmer of hope with Romeo, but I see people wanting to work with Tori. To, yeah. With Romeo, it doesn't seem like people want to work with him. It seems like he can slither his way past. With Tori, I can see a world where Omar's like, okay, well, we're finna flip on these people. I can get Tori and then use yeah. Tori as a number. I can see someone wanting to use Tori as a number to switch the game around. I really see that as a possibility. So I kind of have a glimmer of hope, but She's still at the booty hole bottom. The only reason she didn't go home is because she won immunity. But the fact that she can win immunities is really, really good because it it gives her days to socialize. Mm-hmm. Now she's had these three tribals. She doesn't have to worry about going home. She can focus on socializing, trying to get these bonds. So I'm going to give her a four. I actually have hope for her. I can see her winning the game on a weird Ooh. 
in a weird world. I said it. Here first, ladies. Now you're just talking. I I am just talking. Walking. But I said what I said, and I meant it. Um, No, I really think I really could see her winning. It it, it Mm -hmm. might sound crazy. Okay, sister. Call me crazy. And this is crazy. Okay, this is the order. Okay. Okay. Back it down once again. Mike Dunn went up. Deserved. Hyde went down. Deserved. Mm-hmm. Marianne went up. Deserved. Well, her and Roxbury are technically switched. Well, no, well, they're technically in the same place. It just Chanel went home. Oh, yeah. well, they te- no, they technically went up because Chanel said at the bottom. Like, I mean, she still yeah. was. Romeo just went down. <laughs> Romeo went down. Yeah, yeah. We ha- we only had him that high because we thought he was in the eight, and he wasn't in the eight. So yeah, he probably would have been a five. We were for sure. Yeah, he shouldn't have been that high, honestly. Um. Okay, this is looking real cute. According to this, Omer is going to win a game, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. According to this, the final three is going to be Dre, Omer, and Mike, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> so <laughs> we will see how that goes. Super. Um. What else we got? Our draft picks. Our draft DMs. Oh my god! I actually. Oh y'all. It's bad for Elmo. Here are the drafts. How many rounds has it been and I haven't left? Like, literally, that's thing. John, what's his name? Jackson was not even voted out. The only you have lost one person. Out SWAT and that's it. Why has every single one of my people got oh, voted out? Next. <laughs> and Romeo next. At, at this point, your only hope is Omer. It's my only hope is Omer. I don't, I, 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 I honestly, I don't think High's going to win, but I guess High could win. He got an edit. He has a winner's yeah. edit. He still got a chance, honestly. Um, and honestly, Rome, Romeo, uh, I lost. If, uh, but I will say, if I had to choose a winner and it was a test and it was like, who won the game? I would probably either choose Omer or Mike. So maybe yeah. I still have a chance. Maybe Omer can make it to the final three. Um, but you would just have everyone else. <laughs> I, like, but it's like it's like uh, odds at this point are bad. Hopefully, it is a boys' alliance, and all six of the boys just vote together because God, that would be great for me. I would hope that would happen. God, I don't see Roxroy winning, but honestly, anybody else on your tribe, if they make it a final three, I think they can win. Yeah, um, I think anyone can win this game, but Roxroy. Yeah, it's still very open. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like that seven person alliance is not going to last. I do think even if it did last, that would be first of all, very iconic top seven. And mm-hmm. then still anyone could win because I do think at that point, if they would all make it to seven together, I don't think that at that point, Taku would necessarily stay together because it's like, it's mm-hmm. seven. We all we gotta do. We gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Like well, people trying to win at that point, you know? So mm-hmm. we're going to see, we're definitely going to see. I do think if anything, I can see Romeo and Tori going, but I don't think Marianne is just going to go that easily. I don't think that's going to yeah. happen. And I think that could be the vote to switch it. Or it could just switch next week with them you know, both going because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Romeo and Tori can essentially go next week if they don't. Mm-hmm. At the same time. That's the thing. Two of Marianne, Tori, and Romeo should be going next week. If they don't, mm-hmm. then something that, that seven-person alliance is over. Mm-hmm. No matter what, one of these three should be going. If not, that seven person alliance is over. So that's Literally. very telling. Very telling. So next episode is going to be very interesting. I'm excited. I don't think the seven person alliance is going to stay together. I actually don't. So that's, that's going to be very interesting. Um, any final thoughts? How you feeling about the season so far? It's a great. I season. love it. I mean, this episode was pretty mid, but I don't want to base this episode on the entire season. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I will say I've just been binging a lot of Survivor recently. So when I say marriage purposes, a little bit of a slow start. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I kind of want them to pick it up a bit, like this safety of we're in this alliance. It's great. It's good. Mm-hmm. And I think what makes it so worse is that this is a cross-tribal alliance. And you have one tribe with three people in it and no one else seems to care about it. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. You still have to be thinking about all angles. And I don't think, I don't think specifically high. I don't know about Drea are really considering the fact that their agency is there, but it could slip. If Omar decides to slip on y'all tomorrow, he could do it. Point blank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the number. That's not good. That's not good at all. That's not good at all. They could literally take the number after next week. Let's say no Taku go home. It's top what eight? Eight. That's the number. They have the numbers. That could easily be like Marianne player idol. Boom, done. They can run it up to four. Mm-hmm. And they can run it up to four just like that. He'll, if they wanted is, to. he'll know what they're voting. He'll know who they're voting. Mm-hmm. As long as they're not doing their own thing, which, I mean, who knows? At that point, maybe they will be trying to do it, but mm-hmm. they have four people. Mm-hmm. So four it's like a lot. At and eight. they have made it They have made it seem like they don't trust Marianne. All they have to be is like, who we voting? Marianne? Marianne, play your item. Play your item. And move along. And, and use your extra vote. We can put it out and use your extra vote. And it's kind of, been, literally, it's kind of been hinted at that Omar might tell they don't gotta use the idol they can literally just at a use the extra vote and move along or you know next episode when it's split up if Omar and Marianne are in the same tribe he can be like Ooh. I even think about that it, 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 what, if, what if Omar and Marianne aren't on the same tribe and she's with the with the majority alliance it's majority alliance and Marianne technically vote Marianne but Omar's just gonna be like and then it's <laughs> over. And then whoever Omar and Marianne vote. Like, all he got to do is like, girl, play your idol. Mm-hmm. And whoever they vote goes home. So with that being said, shit, Drea could go home next next episode. Um, it's next looking, episode, I think, going to be good. Next episode going to be a good episode. Mm-hmm. It's looking very interesting. I'm excited to cover the rest of the season. Um, Tune in next week after the episode. We will be live talking about the episode and doing our player ratings just like today. Check out um, the rest of our podcast where we talk about Big Brother um, and other reality TV shows or whatever. And follow us at Team Reality Kingdom down below on Twitter and on Instagram or whatever. And... Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye. Bye.